Hello, everyone. It is Bryson, NFL. Of course, I'm joined with the best co-host on the east side of the Mississippi and, and most likely even better on the west side of the Mississippi. I don't know about that part of the United States, but it's LB. What's going on, LB? How are you tonight? Mr. Bryson, how are you tonight? I'm doing okay. You know, it's been a fun night. It's been a fun day. We have some, you know, deflate gate allegations. I'm sorry, deflate gate, spy gates. It gets difficult sometimes to keep up with all these ridiculous made-up scandals, truthfully. So you got to forgive me on that one. I mean, let's never forget Robert Kraft, of course, was running a prostitution ring and was literally himself boxing up um, sex traffickers and just shipping them over from wherever. He literally ran the entire organization. So let's not ever forget that. The Patriots have a lot of scandals. They, of course, they they paid Hernandez all that money, and they totally – totally knew i mean he was gonna like turn into a murderer so all these scandals man the patriots are just you know always always being scandalous the scandalous patriots they're extremely scandalous obi and they certainly don't get the benefit of public opinion right no way <laughs> says public opinion you know this story came out and like five minutes later everyone every beat writer was like no this is bull. This is bull. We've talked to everyone. A bunch of NFL players, Matt Chatham, were like, no, uh, you know, the Bengals don't use hand signals. Most NFL teams don't use hand signals. This was my question as well. What could the Patriots possibly gain by recording a sideline in year 2019 when everything is done via radio? Like, what could they possibly gain here? These are, these were independent contractors and the really sad thing was the statement they put out i mean i don't have it in front of me right now everyone most likely read it it kind of sucked and the statement kind of should have said hi my name is robert Kraft, and all of this do your job special stuff that we were taping for is actually all me and has nothing to do with bill belichick tom brady and the rest of the football operations this is actually all me and i'm actually sorry for my mix-up it was actually none of that, which it should have been, in my opinion. That's what I'm truly angry over. Well, I know that um, I sent a text last night to the chat that I had gotten from my mother, and she read the statement, and she sends it to me. She says, Your mom is this a sources? joke? <laughs> my mom has a lot of sources. It's actually – I keep it secret, but she actually used to have sex with several Patriots players. Um, it's something that I don't like telling a lot of people, but I just told a lot of people. But yeah, she engaged in sexual intercourse with quite a few Patriots. She took one for the team, as we used to call it. My mom was always a team player. Go mom. Go Patriots. Um, but you know what? As you said first, but as I was saying, though, you know, she even said, you know, this statement sucks. What the F was that statement? And I was like, yeah, you know, you're right. That was a terrible statement. I agree. It sucked. And so I'm, I'm, I'm seeing this stuff. Oh, the Patriots don't deserve the benefit of the doubt because of their history. You know, what were they thinking? It's like you guys realize that their history is based off of bullcrap, right? Like their reputation is just bullcrap. I mean, look at teams like the Ravens, right? 
all these different things happen, practices. At one point, they're accused of some different things. Nobody cares. They, they should – by now, they have a reputation that precedes them. If it was them, nobody would give a crap. Um, the Seahawks had all these different things happen. Practices again, different things. They a bunch of players getting popped for PEDs. Uh, and LB, yet when they, things... they literally had an Adderall factory in the back of their freaking stadium. <laughs> it's almost like that prison that was underneath the uh, the Eagles stadium, the Gillylock prison that they have under there. The Eagles, though, they had a um, a drug corporation right out back that they would use to just get absolutely bonkers and go out. But you know what? It was worth it because they dominated and embarrassed Peyton Manning. Never forget, 43-8. to eight. Um, But it's just funny that all these other teams – you know, Denver Broncos, they had a reputation that preceded them from going back to the 90s. And then the Pittsburgh Steelers, quite the reputation. And they're my favorite because their fans always call the Patriots cheaters. But these Pittsburgh Steelers, they employed a, a steroids doctor who was busted, indicted on these charges. I believe he's in prison. I think he got like a bunch of years in prison. They employed this guy for a long, long time. Their football players admitted using steroids in the, in the 70s. And their fans will tell you. But, but wait a minute. It wasn't against the rules back then. Okay, well, Spygate wasn't against the rules either. So that's where it's funny as hell. And these are the same people that would probably say, Barry Bonds doesn't belong in the Hall of Fame. Eh, well, you know what? It wasn't against the rules in baseball either. But So the Steelers have quite this reputation. It goes all the way back to them just being cheaters in the 70s. they just always been cheaters. Um, and then, you know, they, they of course, had, had Mike Tomlin on the sidelines try to trip a player. He's a cheater. They had, um, you know, deflated football accusations, headset not gate. once, headset but twice. Gate, yep, of course, headset gate. So this team that's just absolute cheaters, the Pittsburgh Steelers, love to call Patriots cheaters, but yet they've – so wait, how come when, like, the second ball deflation came up for the Pittsburgh Steelers, we didn't hear any of that? Well, wait a minute. They shouldn't get the benefit of the doubt here because this is – they're accused again of cheating. You know, it's only the Patriots that don't deserve the benefit of the doubt. Will you explain to me why that is? Every other team has things like this happen, and it's literally just, hey, you know what, whatever. When it's the Patriots, though, well, wait a minute. They have a reputation, guys, but none of these other teams get that same reputation despite cheating – over and over and over again, something comes up and it's all forgotten. And it's like, you know what? I believe this team. They wouldn't. It's incredible that the Patriots are the only team that gets flack for quote unquote reputation. And you can literally say Spygate was bullcrap. Every team was doing it. Bill Cowher, by the way, once again, back to the Steelers, admitted to doing it. So he was cheating as well. The Steelers and cheating go hand in hand, but the fans love to call Patriots cheaters. And it's like, you guys have a dog crap reputation, but yet you always say this. All these other teams, they always get caught for these cheating things, but the only it's only the Patriots with the reputation that precedes them. It's truly incredible. Yeah, if the Patriots like lost a lot more, like we wouldn't hear about much of any of this at all. Like literally at all. Like the Ravens, like you were talking about. I think I'm pretty sure in some of their down years you were talking about the practices, the extra practices they were having. I think they're also having padded practices, if I'm not wrong. They were having padded practices and times they weren't supposed to have, have padded practices. The Seahawks, Adderall shit. Like imagine if like eight Patriots just got suspended for Adderall like today. Oh, you kidding like, me? Wow. Everybody's like, wow, holy crap. Suspend Belichick right now. This team is out of control. Everyone goes to prison right now. Send them back to Philly under the Gillylock prison. 
Everyone is gone. See you later. Tom Brady gets four games. Goodbye. Bryson. That's literally Bryson. It. Julian Edelman got got a four game suspension. People were saying that he shouldn't have even been allowed to get Super Bowl MVP. Oh my gosh, I forgot. Those are actual takes. I forgot about it. this guy's a cheater. Are you kidding me? Where well, was on that for the Seattle All Seahawks? Didn't see it. Uh, it's absolutely insane, LB. People with their Patriots arrangement syndrome. It's just crazy. I, like I'm already on Twitter with people talking to me about the Tuck rule and how they don't feel bad about the Patriots for the non-Nikhil Harry touchdown because of the tuck rule. When, in fact, like, there's actually – it's, like, it's really funny to me. Like, every every time we talk about the tuck rule, I'm just like, you guys do know that it, like, was a rule. Like, it wasn't just, like – the refs didn't just, like, sit there on the sideline and go, huh, you know what? We're going to call it the tuck rule, and it starts today, right now. Here you go, Tom Brady. It certainly wasn't called against the Patriots in a game against the Jets earlier that year. No, the refs just sat on the sideline. They were just like, yep, we're going to call this tuck rule. Here you go, Tom Brady. We are now creating a rule. It's never happened in the history of the entire NFL, except for in Super Bowl 52, by the way. Yeah, yeah I was just, you just, <laughs> just going to say that. I was waiting. As soon as you were done talking, I was going to say, you know what, Bryson? You just reminded me of a game that I can think of where that actually literally happened. Yeah, yeah. It's never happened except for that one time against the Patriots that people just forget about. And they're like, oh, you know, Clement, you know, he was he had control and he had to. No, stop. No way. Stop. Goodbye. Nope. Didn't happen. You know, the tuck rule was great on the side and the rest were just like, you know what? Here you go. We're going to we're going to begin this dynasty and just help this franchise that didn't want anything until now. You know what? It starts today. The rest just said, no, they didn't do that. People with their Patriots derangement syndrome, anything the Patriots do is cheating. It's uh, it's really something else. As my dog tiptoes on the wood floor like an absolute – you know what? No matter what I do during these podcasts, he always seems to follow me and tiptoe. All, I'm sure you can hear him right now. <laughs> he just tiptoes everywhere like a, like a coward. Like I actually Myers. can hear – yeah, I can hear – exactly. <laughs> I just goes – exactly, man. You just gotta, he's, a, he's just like Jacoby Myers. You just want him to lay down and just absolutely not do anything and just stop, you know, even being in sight. And there he is, just ruining everything, just messing everything up. Time to change his name to Jacoby Myers. And it's funny because I, I can walk wherever. And he, like, there he is, just like tiptoeing. And oh my gosh, you know, he'll, he'll, he'll follow me everywhere, just like Spygate, Deflategate, and all those other allegations people had against the patient. But this. This cheating scandal, not a cheating scandal. It was amazing how many people made stuff of it. And Nick Wright went on TV and was just shouting about a bunch of just incredibly stupid, moronic stuff. And where Eric Mangini actually owned him and said the same thing I kind of said was, where's the advantage? Why would the Patriots do this? These weren't Patriots. These weren't Patriots employees. They were. You know, we'll probably see this in Digger Job. If the, that's the ironic part, right? We're probably going to see this footage if the Patriots win the Super Bowl. Oh, man, this do your job is going to be absolutely lit. This is going to be the best one yet. I can't wait to see eight minutes of those sideline shots. I just really hope they got some shots of the cheerleaders so we can get, like, a close-up of her ass. That's probably why the guy wanted to delete the video. He was probably just like, you know what? Maybe you guys shouldn't look at this video. Can I get that back real quick? Yeah, you're actually probably right. He's 
he probably honestly just fell asleep. He was like, <laughs> you know, they asked me to like just pan the sideline a couple times, and I kind of had a, an all night bender last night, so I just kind of fell asleep during during this pan. I just <laughs> fell asleep, and then when the guy caught him, he was all scared, thought he was gonna get fired. So he's like, "Look, I'll delete it all." And based off of what people have said, is that it was on a giant monitor for everybody to see. It wasn't. You know, it wasn't like, hey, what's that guy doing? Apparently, it was on a monitor that anybody could see. It was just right there for everybody to see. But, you know, it's the Patriots. It really is rent-free, man. Orlando Scandrick says today, oh, they, they sweep. They used to sweep the hotel. It's like, you know, you guys are absolutely paranoid, and this is why you lose to them. Because before you even play them, you have it in your head that they have all this inside information on you and that they have your playbook. It's actually quite it's quite hilarious to just see people just be so owned by the Patriots mentally. LB, they're literally going to hotels and casinos and cleaning these places up like good Samaritans, and no one even tips them or says thank you. All they do is just say cheaters, everyone's a critic. The Patriots don't get any credit for this. You know, they're helping the environment, they want to recycle, they're picking up the paper, they're throwing it in the recycling bins, and you know what? They're not even looking at it because they don't really even need it. You know, Trey White's on the football field with papers looking at it. No one cares about that, which I've actually found it hilarious what Trey White did. It was actually a rare W moment for Trey White. And if, but if but imagine this was Stephon Gilmore and he was looking at it. It would just become a thing. They'd be like, oh, my goodness, Stephon Gilmore, he's looking at the pictures from the other teams. Oh, my gosh. How can we dock the Patriots a first-round pick? You know what's sad is that you're not wrong. People would seriously freak out. Yeah, they actually would freak out, LB. It's actually it's actually sad because I can – that's the sad part about this. I can see this. If the Patriots play the Ravens in the playoffs, John Harbaugh will be all over this. If they play Mike Tomlin in the divisional round somehow, he'll padlock his locker room like he did previously and accuse the Patriots of – scouting quotation marks being in the booth so will john harbaugh that's the sad part like people will actually take this serious and run john harbaugh biggest crybaby there is cries about formations basically implies that they're cheating and then goes out and does it the next year fraud amazing incredible stuff actually is there anything else we need to wrap up on shitgate lb i mean you know i I, the entire thing's a joke (laughs) That's why that's why I just called it shit gay because it actually is an entire joke. It might be a rallying cry. I know what we're gonna we're gonna transition to is something that you know, no one's talking about LB. But LB and Bryson are here for you. We're gonna talk about the rallying cry for the Patriots. That isn't just shitgate. I'm sure LB will get more onto this shitgate in this next rally cry that we're talking about. Which might make you cry. It's already made me cry three times today. I've actually had to call my therapist twice and it interrupted my day, but uh, here I am. So here's the shout, second. Shout out to the therapist, doing an excellent job, by the way. We appreciate you, therapist, unlike those people who don't appreciate the Patriots cleaning up hotel rooms. Oh, yeah, we tip them very well. And we love that they also double as a sideline uh, videographer, videographer for the Patriots. You know, they're just trying to find ways to make some of these Bengals players, you know, household names, putting them on TV. They're trying to wait, get wait, these wait, OB, OB, OB. Did you see what Nick Wright said about the Patriots, by the way, before we end? I just forgot about this. No, go. I didn't hear it. He was like, 
he was talking to Mangini, which Mangini sticks up, the, up for the Patriots, which is ironic and amazing in this in this entirety. Nick Wright says something to the effect of, you know, what if the Patriots are creating a file for the Cincinnati Bengals, and perhaps they don't need it this year because the Bengals think, but in 2024, when they have Joe Burrow and their coach is now an, a good coach and they're picking up on his sideline walking tendencies and finding out maybe when the fake punt is coming, you know, when he's talking to the offense, is he going to punt? And he's just making all these like extremely like weird reaches. Like he was reaching so hard that I, I wanted to diagnose him with the, like a, like a grade three strain, but I'm not a doctor, so I couldn't do it. I actually called pro football doctor, and he just said he doesn't really – he doesn't deal with douchebags, so he, he couldn't do it either. So. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny. This is like the biggest reach. The Patriots are creating a file. This is how, this is how big into, into the heads of others they are. They think that Bill Belichick is literally creating a file for 2024. <laughs> you know what, man? It's amazing. <laughs> you can't make it up. You can't make Man, it fuck that guy! What an idiot! What a what an idiot! For tw- what would any of that have to do with twenty twenty four if it's all new? Like if it's all different people? Like how does that even make sense? How does that make sense? Can you make that make sense? Can he make it make sense? Oh well, you know, for tendencies for when they're about to do a fake punt from what is two thousand nineteen coaching staff with the friggin' quarterback. None of it make that doesn't even make sense. That's the worst take I've heard yet. That makes absolutely no sense. He brought he mentioned Joe Burrow. Yeah, he he mentioned all. He literally said twenty twenty four. By the way, you know what? You know what I heard? I heard that when the Patriots go to games to scout players, they're not scouting them to draft them. They actually record them on the sidelines. They record them even <laughs> when like they go to take a piss in the urinal and they're recording them just to like see if there's oh, any wow. type. Ailment and like they are going next level with this. They have files on every player in the NFL so that basically, if that guy sneezes or if that guy takes a shit, they know that he is gonna actually, he's seriously gonna run a fake punt that day, or he might just be like setting up for like a double pass because they saw him sneeze on the sidelines. And when he blew his nose, he used a towel and he didn't use, you know, the, he didn't do the snot rocket like most of us would do. Like he actually used a one of those Gatorade towels. And then he actually handed it to, you know, one of the coaches who then wiped his face with it. And they're like, you know what? That's the signal. That's it. The booger towel. It's coming. The double pass is coming. And we know for a fact that he took a dump today. And we know then that it's punt time. Like, this LB, he shook it three times with his right hand. So that means he's actually right hand dominant. And his left hand is shit. So we're just going <laughs> to. So we're just going to use that tendency against them. We have this when he, hand set up in the bathroom. <laughs> Which hand does he shake with? Because then we know, like, write when this we're down, playing, write this down, write this down. This is important. What hand does he wipe with? Do you know? Because this is big stuff. This is going to tell us how to play him. Gilmore, Gilmore is definitely going on Watkins this week. He's going on Watkins. We, he's going on Watkins. We saw him in the bathroom, and we know that when he pisses, it burns to piss. And that's definitely a sign that he is just not ready to play because he might have gonorrhea. Uh, OB, I'm literally crying right now. 
you know, Sammy Watkins wiped with his left hand. That means today on this day, all like 85% of his routes will be going to his left when he wipes with his left hand. You know, you just can't make this stuff up. And that's, this is what Nick Ray said. And OB, you actually took it a little bit too far because now the Patriots scouting department is in big trouble when everyone hears about this stuff. Yeah, when they find out that Joe Burrow was actually followed into the bathroom and that they recorded his actual penis, it's going to be a big deal. It's not going to go over okay. People are going to want to know. And, and you know what's crazier is that people are going to want to see the videos and they're going to want to see the tapes. And Joe, poor Joe Burrow is going to have – it's going to be a big story. Poor Joe Burrow tomorrow plastered on ESPN of him taking a piss in the locker room. Oh, man, OB. I think it's time to transition to the sad part, which is this, OB. OB, I don't know if you heard this Tom Brady news, but Tom Brady does his charity. I believe he calls it, it's Brady's Buddies, isn't it? It's something Buddies. What is it, OB? Best Buddies, which I consider Tom Brady to me. Yes, yes, it's Best Buddies. That's right. Best Buddies Tom Brady's done for 16 years. And uh, he, they announced Best Buddies. He's transitioning. He's no longer in that role. Jason Tatum and Julian Owen are now doing it. And when I see this LB, it makes me really sad. We've joked about it. We've talked about Tennessee all year. But it seems kind of like they have Tannehill now. So maybe they don't pursue Tom Brady because they have Ryan Tannehill, which um, – Say that out loud three times, please. The Titans don't pursue Tom Brady because they have Ryan Tannehill. Yeah, just go ahead. Let that one marinate for a second. Well, we've been talking about it. You know, Tom Brady, he's he's had his – I know a lot of people won't care. LB will care, I know. But Tom Brady's had his helmet off in preseason looking very young. Showing everyone he looks extremely young. He's been not so happy. A lot of reports Tom Brady hasn't been so happy. And then this best buddy stuff comes up. And it really just makes me appreciate everything Tom Brady's done. Through love and sickness, LB, for rich or for poor, I want to appreciate Tom Brady so hard. And my initial reaction is to say, wow, this is crazy. I don't see how an NFL team can win like this with this somber attitude but you know what we're gonna do lb because lb and i are the best We've, we talked about this before how can we change the patriot season me and lb not bill belichick not tom brady how did the ravens change their season whenever ray lewis was retiring after by the way what happened lb what happened that year that ray lewis retired can you remind me the, the thing that ray lewis did well, at first, he took a bunch of dairy antler spray oh, because the Ravens. Okay. <laughs> because oh. the Ravens, they have that reputation for cheating, of course. So he took a bunch of dairy antler spray. But yes, he did. He came back. Um, and you know what? As a matter of fact, they went into Denver. They beat Denver. Then they came to Foxborough. They beat up on the Patriots. And oh, yeah, they won the Super Bowl. And remember, they rallied around Ray Lewis, right? Absolutely, they did. Because it was his last year, and everyone knew it, right? So then we we go to Denver. Peyton Manning, the shittiest version of Peyton Manning you will ever see. The shittiest, one of the worst quarterbacks in the entire NFL that year. What happened? What happened, LB, after that year that they won the Super What did Peyton Manning get accused of? Does anyone remember? 
he got mm-hmm. accused of using HGH. Of oh, course, the story came back. Okay. <laughs> so there always oh. is, there seems to be a lot of PEDs going on, you know. So obviously, these teams are just filled with cheaters, man. And and I'm just tired of all these cheating organizations. <laughs> And they're oh, cheating okay. at his reputations. And then, of course, you know, the story came out again about him putting his testicles on the trainer. And that was a whole. But, of course, we as we all know, Peyton Manning, I'm trying to recall who they beat first. But as we know, the, the Patriots go into Denver. The ghost of Owen Daniels manages to somehow slip by Jamie Collins quite a few times. I'm thinking it's because he's invincible, because he's actually not alive, because he's 146 years old. And he was a Broncos fan back when the. Providence Steamroller and East Taunton Yellow Jackets were battling it out with the Green Bay Packers for the East, Southwest, Northwestern Division. Man, what a game. What a game. What a game. What a game. It was much better than the next game that I'm about to say, which was, of course, Super Bowl 50 when the Broncos won the Super Bowl. Oh, because they rallied around Peyton Manning and everyone knew it was his last year. So, you know what? What everyone's going to do today. And tomorrow, the rest of the week, I'm sure, you know, we'll put out this podcast. The really smart people will listen to this podcast and they'll they'll already have the news and they'll already be ready to rally around Tom Brady. But no one else is going to do that. They're all going to be sad and they're going to bitch and complain. But I the I am here to provoke the Patriots players organization, Tom Brady himself. Just admit it. This is Tom Brady's last year. Just admit it. Let's rally around Tom Brady. If it is his last year, rally around him. Use it as your battle cry. Celebrate Tom Brady's career. Appreciate Tom Brady. Appreciate him very much. Don't, you know what? LB, he's like your grandpa. When I'm, when I, you know, the other day I was on the highway. I already told the story and I was extremely mad. There was a car, two cars in front of me. That was going very slow, and I was late because I'm always late. And I was thinking, man, F this guy. Who is this guy? It was my grandpa. And at this point, I'm like, you know what? You do you, grandpa. This is what we do every time Tom Brady throws an inaccurate out route from now on. We say, you know what? I love you. I love your flaws. I appreciate you so much. I want to kiss you. And if I could have children with you, I would. But I'm a man, so that can't happen. But... But this is what we do. We rally around Tom Brady for the rest of the year. You know what? We're getting it started. It's already started. I can I can feel the blood, the heart rate beating in everyone's chest right now. Just think, yeah, everyone's nodding their head right now. Yep. Let's do it. What do you think, LB? Rally around Tom Brady. Appreciate him every single out round he misses, every touchdown. We're gonna we're gonna just parade him around like he's this special thing, like Ray Lewis and Peyton Manning in their last leg. He, he's pro- he's probably a much better player than those guys in their final year, but. Let's just do it. Screw it. This might be his last year. Just do it. So we couple that. We say, okay, you, you, we have the rallying cry. Win it for Tom, right? Win it for Tom Brady. Thank you, Tom. And then we couple that with the new accusations, which, of course, usually when there's accusations, 2014, what happens? The Patriots win the Super Bowl. 2007, what happens? The Patriots go 16-0. and They lose the Super Bowl. But, I mean, you go 16-0. and that's pretty incredible in its own right. Um, let's not forget the flake gate. What happens? Tom Brady comes back from his suspension. What do the Patriots do in 2016? They win the Super Bowl. So now you kind of use some of these bullcrap things that have happened. 
you put it all together and you say we're rallying behind Tom Brady and we're rallying behind these teams just being petty ass, just soft little, I won't say it. And we're going to win the Super Bowl for you, Tom. We're going to win the Super Bowl for you. We're going to win the Super Bowl for our legacy. We're going to win the Super Bowl for all the people out there who have doubted us. So now we got Woof Woof back on, underdog season. Underdog season, Tom Brady rallying cry. And, of course, cheating scandal that is just bullcrap once again. And you put all that together, and I think this should be a very motivated football team. Now, I've kind of said this a little bit in our chat that we're in. I could see this help in the running game. I could see this help in the defensive line. I could see this help in the defense a little bit. I don't know how much it helps the passing game because, you know, it's hard to make Jacoby Myers catch passes because he's fired up. I mean, you could just give him some stick him almost like what Jerry Rice used when he was cheating for the cheating 49ers back in the 80s there. And, you know, they were all cheating, putting stuff on their jerseys. But, you know, they, they're a completely legitimate dynasty. No, no asterisks, just the Patriots' reputation, of course. So you take all those things, put it together, and what do you have, Bryson? You have the Patriots winning the Super Bowl for Tom Brady. Wow, I'm... Uh... I'm on my knees crying right now. Literally, I'm literally on my knees crying. And what's you know you, what you just said was really awesome, LB. And what I'm getting ready to say is really bad, and a lot of people, a lot of people probably won't like it. But I don't care. I'm not here for you to like me. I'm here to say really stupid stuff on a podcast that LB and I have. So here it goes. Let's do this thing where the Patriots AB finally gets cleared in a couple weeks, which Jay Glazer said probably going to happen. And let's do the thing. You know, everyone does this thing. We see this video every year. It's sad and y'all cry. The thing where your dog, you're about to take it for its last trip to the vet. And what do you do for your dog? You give your dog 20 cheeseburgers because you don't care because you know it's over. So just sign AB. Just do it. Sign AB. Bring him back. Everyone swallows their pride. Forget the sponsors. Who cares? The seventh ring is what matters, LB. Let's just bring bring Antonio Brown back. Fresh start. Please, Robert Kraft, this is what Tom Brady wants. This is what he needs. Don't let Tom Brady go crying. Don't let it happen. I want to see 2013 Tom Brady in the AFC Championship game where he's he's thrown to Julian Edelman and Matt Slater and God knows what else. the names you all know, Google them. But it's it was horrendous. Give him Antonio Brown. The line gets it together. Now you have one of the best wide receivers in football, and it's now December. You only have to deal with him for another month. It's over after that. You can completely cut ties. It'll be over, and then Tom Brady's gone, and you won your seventh, and it's awesome. Just do it. Sign Antonio Brown. Take your dog to the vet. Happy. And don't be like, you know what? I really wish I would have pet my dog and gave him all those cheeseburgers before I took him. Instead, I slapped him on the forehead, threw him in my van, and just took him. No, 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 no. Be nice to your Tom Brady. Be extremely nice, Robert Kraft. Sign Antonio Brown. Do it. Do it. Do it. And I think it's time to do it. Just do it. Who cares? Just do it. Sign Antonio Brown, man. It'll make Tom Brady happy. It'll help the offense. It'll make them a better football team. And it gives you a great shot at Tom Brady going out top in a Patriots uniform, whatever that might be, whether it's, you know, he plays again elsewhere or he, he plays, you know, or that's that's it for him in New England. Um, 
Let the man go out on top. You know, like you said, you said it perfectly. Swallow your pride. You know, sometimes it sucks. It's hard to do. Sometimes it's really hard to swallow your pride. I get it. You know, if you're Robert Kraft, you're you've won all these Super Bowls. He's been a part of ten of them as a as the owner of the Patriots. Of course, going back to 1996. I mean, you know, I I get it, man. He he has pride, and we all do, right? And he didn't like the way. But you know what, man? Are you really gonna let your pride come before Tom Brady, who has done so much for you? He's done everything for you. He's brought you all these Super Bowl wins. You can't swallow your pride for that, man. It's like, it's like when you're in a relationship with somebody, Bryson, and you know you don't you don't want to do this. You don't, you know, you don't want to deal with this with your with your girlfriend or your wives. You don't want to deal with her family because her family just totally sucks. Or you know what? I'll I'll, I'll go with the best friend thing. Everybody who's ever been in a relationship has had their, their, their girlfriend or their significant other. They have that friend that just totally sucks. You don't like her or him. They don't like you. It's awkward. It's weird. It's just, it's brutal sometimes, but you know what? You do it. Why do you do it? Because you love that person. So you say, you know what? I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do this because I love you. He who has brought me six Super Bowl rings and has made me more money than any other player will ever make another franchise ever. Spoken like a true warrior, LB. Let your pride go. Sign Antonio Brown. Just do it. Win the seventh. Forget everything later. You know, you know, maybe, maybe at the end, Tom Brady's like, you know, another year might be good, but maybe not. Maybe he doesn't say that. So just, just go all in. Just do it. Just do everything now. Eat all the cookies. Forget about everything later. You'll, you'll worry about that later. Not right now, LB. Sign Antonio. He's gonna he's gonna be a headache. Just sign him. It'll be a problem for two months, and then it's over. Listen, give Tom Brady his twenty bowls of avocado ice cream, and let's get this done. I'm I'm with you, LB. Antonio Brown, Shitgate, possibly Brady's last. Just do it. I'm all here for it. The only last thing, really, I have to. I have to really talk about you know a lot of us a lot of people out there are going to be expecting us to preview the Bengals game which by the way you're wasting our, we're wasting our time talking about the Bengals right now let's play a little game LB with the Bengals let's do it I love games all right let's 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 go how many points would you take Patriots at Bengals what would the line have to be for you to say look that's enough points um I'll, I'll t- I'm taking the Patriots, but I won't take them by, and fill in the blank. Let's uh, what what do you, let's I'll start here. How about ten? I'll be more or less. Um, is that for the first quarter? End of the first quarter. Whole game. So I'll uh, I'm just gonna go and say more. So how about twenty? Patriots <laughs> minus twenty. You taking that? Is that like? Is once again? Is that just for the end of the first the first quarter here, or are we talking? <laughs> oh, we're talking a full game. Oh, okay. oh yeah, yeah, the, the whole game. Oh, okay. All right. Patriots uh, minus twenty. What do you got? Oh man, I'm taking the Patriots, man. I'm taking the Patriots. This team just accused the Patriots of being cheaters. They just dragged their name through the mud. Um, the Bengals directly did it. This is very, very similar to when the Ravens kind of did this to the Patriots, and they set them up, of course, on 
Deflate Gate, which, by the way, the real truth story, Bryson and I both have a source on this. You can cry if you don't like it. If you could think, you know, the fans of sources, whatever, don't care. The reason the, the Patriots did, ball boy, he did take those footballs into the bathroom and he did gauge those footballs. I'm sorry. He did stick a needle in those footballs. And you know why he stuck a needle in those footballs? He was gauging them. Why was he gauging those footballs, Bryson? What was going on that year? It was a sham, OB. It was a setup by the refs. Tom Brady loves his footballs at 12.5 PSI, the greatest quarterback ever. And the refs don't like this. The refs don't like it when the players have control of things that like this, that the refs feel like they should have control over. So the refs, would they started overinflating the footballs, which is actually illegal. It's against the rules. I believe the max limit is 12.5 to, is it 14.5 LB or is it more? 16. 16, okay. I thought it was 16, and Aaron Rodgers likes his on the 16.5 spectrum. He said he likes to push it to the limit. So if he can get it over that and sneak it past the refs, his word, sneak it past the refs, he would do it. Yeah, exactly. So Tom Brady liked it right at 12.5, and the refs said, no, 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 no. We don't like this. We're going to pump the balls up. And then the ball boys are now in trouble. They're in a strange predicament. Tom Brady is their boss. He's their livelihood. He's their he's literally their breadwinner. They have to look Tom Brady in the face and say, Tom Brady's like, what's up with these balls? They were watermelons. What's going on? And the ball boys got to say, look, the refs just screwed us. What do we do? If we do this again to Tom, we're effed. We must check the balls. And we cannot let the ref, we cannot let, let the refs dick us here. Which, what's wrong with that? This is called entrapment, okay? Any attorneys out there, you know. You're thinking right now in your head, this is entrapment by the referees. But the Patriots, they, you know what? They did their best. They didn't say anything, but the, the Ravens cried a little bit. And so the Patriots did what they had to do. And because the balls were at the low end of the spectrum and added in the weather, they were much lower than they should have been. And the ball boy wasn't, you know, he wasn't doing anything crazy. He was just making sure that Tom Brady would be happy with his perfectly legal ball. And that's why, Bryson, when they gauge those footballs, they fell right into the scientific range. Because guess what? Nobody was taking air out of the footballs. They were simply making sure that the refs weren't putting air back in them again. Because, of course, versus the Jets earlier in the year, the, apparently they got the balls at 12.5. And the refs said, yeah, these – and they added them up to 16s and Brady was pissed. I mean, it's simple math, put everything together, easy story over with. The Patriots should have just admitted to gauging footballs, which is probably part of the statement last night, you know, cover-up is always worse than the crime type of thing. Maybe they felt like if they, you know, pretended like it didn't happen. I don't know what they were thinking, but, but yeah, you know what? I totally went off topic there. Deflategate, sham, Patriots were actually set up, and the Patriots were actually being cheated by the refs, literally. NFL's filled with cheaters. The Patriots aren't them. And, of course... Now they're going to win by 113 points, which will be the most points scored. That'll actually be – the Patriots are going to score more points on Sunday versus the Bengals than the Green Bay Packers did in their entire championship season in 1848 when they played the East, <laughs> East Taunton Yellow Jackets in the championship game and won by a score of 2-1 to one because that's, of course, back when you could score one point on a play. You know, you could actually you could actually do a potato sack race on the sidelines, and the winner would actually <laughs> give you one point. <laughs> uh, 
That's amazing, LB. So what is what you're telling me is you're taking the Patriots by 20, and the number I have to stop at where you say, look, that's enough points. <laughs> Let's give the Bengals a little bit of decency here. What's 100. the number? What's the 100? Okay. <laughs> I'm going to settle at 40. I think this will be a solid 45-7 uh, to 7 type game. You know, the Bengals get that poverty touchdown at the end where Gilmore is, like, just tired, really tired and wants to take a nap, and he's just like, ah, you know. Uh, see you later. I don't, you know, I don't feel like doing this anymore tonight. You guys can have one. I don't really feel like it. Yeah, he's just gonna. <laughs> exactly. I don't really feel like it. Gilmer's gonna be like, um, I think I might bench myself here. I'm just gonna walk to the sideline during the middle of the play. That's what's gonna happen. The Bengals are gonna get seven poverty points, and then thus the over will also get hit. So take Patriots. You know what? The line the line here is Patriots nine and a half at Bengals. Look. The Patriots are winning by over nine and a half. You can just bet your life on it right now. Take all the money out of your savings. Patriots nine and a half. Just go ahead right now. Just do it before anyone before anyone hears this podcast. Because look, Vegas is going to hear this podcast, and they're going to think, and they're going to do all sorts of math and algorithms in their head, and they're going to say, "Wow, uh, Bryson and LB really are about to change this. But we got to change this. Nine and a half is not nearly enough." They're going to rally for Tom Brady, shit gate. Spygate 2.0, that was totally booked. They're going to rally, and it's all because of LB and Bryson. we got to change this line. So go ahead, jump on it, 9.5, Patriots 9.5 right now, and do the over because inevitably the Bengals will get that stupid touchdown at the end where some bum gets into the end zone and the Patriots fans are crying about it. It's going to happen. Brett Pats is going to have a tweet where he says, F Tom Brady and F the Patriots, F this team, after after the after the Bengals score that poverty touchdown. I love it. Oh, man. F Tom Brady. F this team. F everything. F Belichick. I'll tell you what. If you guys decide that you want to do that and you guys want to make that make that bet, um, you could send the money to me via DM or whatever, and we'll work it all out. You can actually save up to uh, 400% today only. <laughs> <laughs> I will match it. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Irony. LB, you know what? I think if you're sitting at home, you probably can't name six players on the Bengals, and dare I say you can't name three. <laughs> if you're sitting at home, can you do this? Can you name three? Can we Can we even do this right now? Let me see. Let's see. All right. So I know John Ross. I know Andy Dalton. Joe Mixon. Does Joe Mixon. Does, does uh, A.J. Green kind of know that cornerback, Drake Hurt Patrick, I believe is his name. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's his name, right? Drake, he went to Alabama, the Alabama kid there, the corner. Is yeah. he still – I mean, geez, maybe you're right. And I'm pretty good at this stuff. Who else do I know? Um, you know I don't care if this is – at the risk of sounding like a complete casual, I haven't watched any Bengals all year because they're absolutely horrible, and I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Sue me. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting my time. I'm not. I'm not gonna like flip open my laptop and like watch the R22 on the shittiest team in the history of the NFL. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. You can just cry. Let's see who else. Um, who else is on the Bengals? Wide receiver. I'm struggling here. Wide receiver, pretty good. Oh, uh, yeah. Eric, Alex Erickson. Is that his name? The white kid there, the wide receiver. Patriots wanted him. The Patriots were rumored to be interested in him. He had like 80 yards in a year, and then the, the, literally the next day, the Bengals were like, "Hey, what do CJ you know?" The Patriots called. Oh, there you go. Giovanni um, Bernard. Tyler Bernard, Boyd. of course. Boyd, of course. Yep, Boyd's awesome. Is John Ross on the Bengals still? Yes, yes, I believe he's on IR though. I think he might have gotten hurt. Tyler Eifert still plays for him. 
I'm looking at the I'm looking at the roster now. <laughs> I didn't even know the coach's head name the head coach's name until like yeah, he Taylor, used the Patriots of being cheat cheaters. They, you know what? Oh, He's a cheater. We are done, LB. Right, what happened? The Bengals have a guard. L- listen to the irony of this. The Bengals have a guard. He's six six. His name is Michael Jordan. No way. Yeah. Like the actor? No, like Michael Jordan, like the NBA player. His name's Michael I know. Jordan. He's a guard, 6'6", six, six, except for he's 3'15", so Jordan has actually put on a couple pounds. Stanley Morgan, wide receiver. You know what? It's just a, it's an extremely forgettable Bengals team. It's, it's going to go down as one of the worst. They have Darquise Denard, who's Alphonse Denard's dinner. Cousin, I believe, right? Gino Adkins. You know, if you're at home, if you're at home, you just played this game with us. Ob and I, I think I'm, I think I might have gotten three, maybe. I mean, on the spot, I did three, and Ob had probably five to six. I mean, we couldn't, we couldn't do it. They're bums, and and people think the Patriots are. You know what? Actually, you know what? Ob, it, the story is more believable now, just because the Patriots are like, who the hell is this guy? Who is that guy? Who is this? Yeah. Guy? Who's this yeah, guy? That, no wonder oh, they were recording the sidelines. They had no idea who's on the we're team. Not a scouting report. We don't have a scouting report. Did they just pick this guy off of the street? We don't have a scouting report on this guy. Are you kidding me? We better, we better record those sidelines because I have no clue who we're looking for here. Who is that? That's eighty-eight. Okay, where's the roster? Let me put let me put face to face to paper here. Is that okay? That's that's eighty-eight. Who's <laughs> this big. red-haired dipshit? Who is this guy? Oh, that's the quarterback. Okay, that's that guy. The guy that Every- looks like an absolute freak. <laughs> Ob, everyone knows who Tory McTyler is, <laughs> and it's funny too everyone, because the everyone knows who B.W. Webb is, and Tony McRae and Darius Villa. Everyone knows. Everyone knows all these guys. Trayvon Henderson, Clayton. Okay, okay. Look, if you know this guy, shout out to you because if you know this guy, just DM me and I'll Venmo I'll Venmo you ten dollars. If you know this guy, he's a safety. He's twenty six, six feet tall. Clayton. Vegetalim? He's a white dude. Anyone know this can guy? You, can you imagine waking up saying, hey, I, honey, I know what we're going to call our cute little infant baby. We're going to call him Clayton. I mean, come on, parents. Do better. Ding. That's the type of baby who cries while you're at the gym. All right? You're at the gym. Somebody brought their baby. That's the baby crying in the corner is Clayton. Yeah, actually, if, if you're a huge Title Talk fan, you need to need to go up to the nearest NFL fan around you tomorrow. This podcast is going to le- leak pretty late tonight. Tomorrow, tonight, whatever it is, walk up to him and say, hey, hey, buddy, name some players on the Bengals right now. Go. And if he doesn't name three, slap him in the face. If he, <laughs> name- <laughs> if he doesn't name three, slap him in his face. If he can totally only, worth only, catching an assault charge for. And, and AJ Green doesn't count, by the way. It doesn't count. AJ Green does not count. You can't say AJ Green. It has to be someone else. It's funny, man, because it's like that guy Erickson that we were talking about. Erickson is that, or is it? Is it Dickerson? I think it's Erickson, the little uh, the wide you receiver. Know what, LB, you could have literally said any name, and I would be like, "Yep, <laughs> I agree. Yep, I remember." Oh yeah, that, that guy. guy's pretty good. <laughs> He's a pretty good player. This. I get the scouting report on that guy. You know what? I saw that guy this one game. He was uh, he was using his right hand to tie his shoe, and I found it really odd. And on, when he was tying his shoe with his right hand, he, he ran he ran the core route eighty five percent of the time. And I just you know what? I just I just used this information with the Patriots, and we got called cheaters. 
you know what? This might be our best podcast ever. I think it's actually not because we just we just we couldn't name three. <laughs> <laughs> I, what I got a kick out is like the Bengals suck so bad. So like the Patriots called them earlier in the year about that wide receiver. He had like 80 yards on the season in his career. He had like 180. And then the next day, he goes off for a career day. He had like a hundred something yards, like ten receptions. It's like the it's like the Bengals said, "Hey, the Patriots called about this guy. We should probably try using him more because obviously he's pretty good." The Patriots called about him. We gotta get this guy involved because we didn't know he was good. We we obviously suck. We we don't know our left hand from our right hand. So when we go to take a piss and we shake it out, we don't even know which hand we're using. But the Patriots just told us this guy's good at football, and he is now going to be our, our – he's going to be a weapon for us. They literally – you should actually look it up. It's funny because it literally happened. Like nobody had ever heard of this guy. Then all of a sudden it gets rumored that the Patriots are interested in him, and then all of a sudden the Bengals start using him like crazy. You know, a moment of silence, LB, for guys like Evan Lazar, extreme film guys, because you know what? the the. They got a job to do, and they're going to be breaking down the Bengals. But just, just imagine, like, spending five – imagine, like, sitting down and opening your laptop, hitting Game Pass, going to Bengals and just clicking it and just watching it. Just uh, – can you imagine being Bill Belichick today? Like, Bill Belichick, is, he's got all sorts of names. There's no way Bill knows all these guys. I mean, we know he's going to know the five-hole guy on the kickoff, and he's going to know the, the gunners and – He's going to know the up back on the punt team because punt team owns. He's, I mean, he's got a lot to learn. And it's I'll miss all the scandal. And, like, just imagine being the guy that has to open the laptop and just sit down and do it. Because Lord knows, OB and I, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Any other week, I'd be sitting in my laptop, and I'm right there with you. I'm like, well, you know what? I think the Patriots are going to do this. And then maybe the – no, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing it. I'm just here to tell you they're going to win by – I don't give a shit how they do it. For all I care, they can hand it off to Sonny Michelle 100 times. They will still win by 30 points. I don't care. I don't care. They could They could literally, for this game, they could sp- – LB, if – okay. If I didn't watch this game after all, and, and I was like, yo, LB, what happened at the game? And you're like, dude, you'll never believe this. They split out Isaiah Wynn, and it worked. And they scored 50 points. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, oh, word, that's pretty – that's a nice That's a nice little wrinkle you can put. I mean, I don't know if you can use that against another NFL team, but, yeah, that's a, that's a nice little wrinkle. Split him out Isaiah Wynn's catching balls everywhere. He actually had – that wasn't Ed Bryce, and he actually had a few more catches on the day as well. He actually played more snaps at wide receiver than in Kill Harry. This is one of those games where, like, we can just tell who the casual fan is because after the game I'm going to be like, yo, did you hear what happened? Yeah, what happened? Dude, Brandon Bolden played quarterback today. It's the craziest <laughs> thing. He's, and Gilmore was playing wide receiver, and Matt Slater was playing running back, and – Fullback and Landon Roberts got benched. The fullback today was Shaq Mason. They actually just benched him from playing right guard. Isaiah Wynn split out a wide receiver, and Juwan Williams was playing tight end. It was the craziest shit of all time. And people were like, oh, word, okay, cool. I mean, they won fifty sixes here, and they were they were playing the Bengals, so maybe they can, maybe they can just, you know what? It's just do the wildcat offense. You bench Tom Brady for the game, get him a little pissed off, just have Edelman go in there and. Edelman run the Wildcat offense because Lord knows that will be our, our good friend Julian Edelman, which we love. And I've been praying for him because he's like 
you know how Gronk did the thing where like every time Gronk fell, everyone was like, <gasps> yeah, yeah. I feel like I'm like that with Julian Edelman now, and maybe he should just start taking snaps at quarterback so he's much more protected this game. Like Julian Edelman just run out of the Julian Edelman offense. Like Jacoby Myers can play some quarterback. Just like I don't know, make Isaiah win. I don't know. Just do something. Do something where Julian Edelman doesn't get hurt, and you could literally tell me any result from this game, and I would believe you. I'm still going to watch, by the way, but in the future, if I didn't watch, you could literally, literally, like, tell me anything about this game. You, know you, you could honestly, LB, if you came on this podcast and you're like, yo, Bryson, I've been doing my homework. You know, the Bengals left tackle, he's actually been playing running back. He changed his number and everything. He's actually pretty good. I'd be like, dude, that's crazy. I mean, I believe you, LB. Uh, like, it's anything a- you could have said, I would have believed. It's a good thing they had that sign line footage, Bryson, because the Patriots actually weren't aware that this guy had changed his position overnight. And you know what? When they were on the, when they saw them on the sidelines that day, they saw this guy changing his jersey repeatedly. So he would play some tackle, play some running back, he'd change his helmet to go to like a running back face mask. And you know what? They actually had that on camera. So you know what? The Patriots are actually being really smart here. You know what's funny is that you actually just described an AFC championship game <laughs> where the Patriots threw it to Nate Solder and they won 45-7 to because, of course, that was when the Patriots <laughs> dismantled the Colts. They accused, you know, that's when the deflate gate crap came out and, you know, Grigson or whatever the hell is that moron clown name was he uh, accused the Patriots and you know that's funny that you basically just described an AFC championship game that the Patriots absolutely obliterated their opponent I love it yeah I'll be I, I love it too I want I want to see it all I want to see um what okay is Bill Belichick gonna talk to Zach Taylor after this game is he gonna walk right by him is he gonna give him a shove you remember the Jim Harbaugh um Jim Schwartz um, situation that happened a couple of years back. Is he going to shove them? Is he going to flip them off? Is are they going to have words? Is he going to just walk right by them? Like what's what's going on here? What's going on with the after game? I mean, the Patriots are going to win forty five to seven. Like what's what's going on after the game? Is Zach T- what Zach Taylor should actually do instead of running to the middle field is just run away. He should just he should just actually just go straight to the tunnel and not do anything. And we would respect him much more because that evisceration that he's about to take with Bill Belichick. That's not good stuff. Not you know, stuff. you know what, Bryce, and I, I don't know if you remember this from years ago, but the Patriots actually, they, they had a lot of unprecedented access quite a few times through NFL films for do your jobs. Um, a few different things that they did. Of course, Belichick was playing catch with his kid that one time at practice. You know what I, I was thinking is they were, he was probably preparing his son, Steve, to play some quarterback for a game like this versus the Bengals. Truthfully, oh my, Steve, could. <laughs> Steve Belichick might play quarterback. <laughs> LB, if you, I mean, let's talk about it. Who should they IR? IR so Steve can play quarterback. I'm all, I'm all here for it. Jacoby Myers, man, get Myers off the field, Christ. Or Newhouse, Newhouse and Myers, they can both go. I don't care. Suit Bill up too. They can both suit up. I would love to see Bill just get out there and just put some pads on and just get some revenge on the Bengals. Maybe he can get Zach. Him and Zach Taylor should talk before the game. Like, look, we're both going to suit up. We're both going to wear pads. We're both going to go at it. We're going to have a couple. <laughs> going to run a couple Oklahoma drills. <laughs> we're just going to settle this mono mono, buddy. You know, LB, that's funny because uh, when my dad played football. He always used to tell me about the story of a, a coach 
who was a weightlifting coach for me when I was in high school. He no longer coached football, but he would he told me, because this coach was actually a really, really good football player, a really big guy. He told me that he used to do the, he used to do those shit. What are they called? You just said it. Those Oklahoma drills. He yep. used to do those Oklahoma drills with high school players without pads on and absolutely murk them. You he know what? Just, those coaches like that, they would just walk out there and be like, look, this is how it's done. And just like murk high school football players without pads. That was this guy. I, I need to see that from Belichick, even though he's kind of small. I want to see it. You just actually reminded me of a story. So when I was a senior in high school, we had a whole new coaching staff. We had a, we had a much better year than years past. Rob McCoy was our head coach. He was actually playing semi-pro. So he showed up to practice one time. He was in full pads. Another guy, Coach Alejandro Miranda, who was actually, we, we talk on Twitter and stuff. He um, actually shared one of his tweets one time where he was, we were talking about that on the timeline. Um, he actually suited up. He was a college ball player. He actually suited up. And a former fate Patriots player, um, boy, this is going to bug me because I've known his name all these all these years, and I'm going to remember it as soon as we're done here. You he was <laughs> so he was huge, and I actually was the only one at practice to take a run at him, and I actually blocked him. But he got payback. He smoked me pretty good, and he was huge. I mean, I'm talking massive, six four. He played safety for the Patriots. Man, was his last name Bowden? Was it Bowden? He played for him in like the eighties. Not no, not not Lee Bowden. He was he was like a huge white guy. He played safety. Man, this is gonna bug me because I'm still. <laughs> We're, we can just bring all these guys back for Sunday, and they can play, and they can still win. And this is going to bug me, but I'm going to remember the name because I'm still friends with some of his daughters on Facebook, and I'm going to look real quick. Let's see what I can find because this is going to really bug the crap out of me now. Is it Bowden? What's hilarious? What's hilarious? We should take we should take all the players that Patriots fans hate the worst out of their respective time zones and history. The Kyle Arringtons, which. Kyle Arrington was actually a good player and just had some streaky streaks, but Patriots fans hated him. Take the worst Patriots fans, like Patriots fans players of all time, and just at any era, put them on this field. Who wins? Bengals, Patriots. <laughs> it's got to go be the Patriots. The it's got to be the Patriots. It's got to be. <laughs> By 40. Man, if we're, ta- we're talking so much crap, they better win, dude. I mean, come on. That's like, my, they that's better. My, that's my favorite part about Patriot Twitter. I'll post a random stat, and people will be like, "Dude, don't jinx him. Dude, just don't jinx the don't jinx the Patriots, bro. Don't jinx him. Come on, don't be posting yeah, you, stats. Don't be posting what, any sorts of stuff, Bryce. And just shut up and just tweet about stupid stuff more. Don't tweet about <laughs> anything else about the posts. But I'm here to tell you, they're gonna win forty-five to seven. It's just about. It's just a question of how they do. Will Isaiah Wynn play quarterback? Will Julian, will Julian Edelman play linebacker? Will Matt Slater play corner? Will Matt Slater play wide receiver? Will Jamie Collins get some run at tight end? I mean, I've joked about it, but I'm, I'm actually just totally serious now. They should just totally bench him as linebacker, put a Landon Roberts in his natural, and just, just throw Jamie Collins at tight end. I'm completely fine with that. And they'd win 45-7 to 7 in this game. Just to just do it. Put it on film so teams have to prep for Jamie Collins as tight end because he's going to have 100 yards. He's going to have 100 yards. So, by the way, I just remembered his name. I, it literally came to me. I was thinking about it, and then I said I had to remember his daughters. So it was Jim Bowman, this giant dude, 6'2". 
He was actually a second-round pick. He played for the Patriots. And so he actually practiced with us full pads one time. If you actually Google him, you'll find a bunch of different, um, you know, YouTube interviews he's done, different things like that. But you can actually find quite a few different things about him. He was actually my coach back in 2006. He full, <laughs> full pads suited up with us, and I took a run at him, and I hit him pretty good a few times, but he definitely smacked me back. I think he was stunned that I was, like, the only moron that was actually taking a run at a former pro football player. 100% true story. On my dad, that is a 100% true story. I am not lying about that. My dad loved it. He was like, I can't believe you really took a run at him. My dad was kind of mad because he kind of cheap-shotted me later on in practice. It's like, dude, you know, you're huge. You're a former football player, but you got owned by LB. LB owning big time at football practice, buddy. Let me tell you, I can honestly say I have lined up against former Patriots football players. Weep. <laughs> Actually, i already... I let you talk because I wanted to hear you brag, but I already heard about that before. Because <laughs> Plus, you, actually... I, I can hear you eating. <laughs> what are you eating? What are you eating? Like a cupcake? What is it you're eating? LB, I can't tell you what I'm eating. <laughs> Look, actually... I'm not talking crap. I, mean, I, I am, of course, the one with the starburst. I think there was the peas incident. I was eating peas, and so I can't talk. LB, LB. I, I let you talk. I mean, I let you brag about the story and you told the true story, but I already knew it was true because it was actually reported on ESPN first take, like back in 2006. I remember, I remember, <laughs> clear, I remember clear as day waking up. I was in sixth grade and they're like, OB practices a Patriots player. He kicks his ass. And I was like in sixth grade and I was like, dude, this guy, we got to stand this guy. This guy's good. Skip Bayless was just all over it, man. He was just all over it. So I've been a big Skip Bayless guy ever since. He gave me tons of love that day. Thank you, Bryson. You know, uh, I'll try to find the video, but I'm pretty sure that they scrubbed it from from all records and all internets because he was so embarrassed that, um, you know, he got owned by LB. Uh, I can I can actually tell you a better story to end the podcast. A much better. This should be story. good. All right, much better story. I am ready. All right, uh, much better story. One of my first, uh, one of my first competitive football games. Started football late. I wasn't very good. I was a basketball player, <laughs> and um, I got, as you know, LB. The football field is really big, and this is one of these th- lessons I had to learn because when you're on the practice field, you know it's a short field, it's narrow. So one of my first, one of my first football games, they threw me out. On kickoff, I'm right by the kicker. Of course, I was kind of a bigger kid. I was just a big weightlifting basketball player. I was I was a total goofball. That's that's what I was. So I'm running OB on kickoff, and I see the guy with the ball, and I have no idea what I'm doing. By the way, it's uh, it's end of the game. It's garbage time. I think we were winning big time, and I just I'm just running. I'm just chasing this dude and. All of a sudden, this this guy is probably half my size. Just nails me from the side because I wasn't I wasn't looking at him. He had a nice, a really nice block, but I I, I just didn't. I was at the stumbling point, and but I was I was running so fast, and I was stumbling like I was just like a big ape, like I was just like stumbling <laughs> all over the place. And and um, it turns out that the next, the very next guy that tried to block me, I mean, I was still stumbling by the way, and I was just in that perfect form where. The next guy who tried to block me, I ran him over. Like, I completely dumped him. He was on his ass. The play the play got over. The ball carrier went out of bounds. I didn't get to him. But the next guy that blocked me, I flattened him. And 
coach, the coach at the time started, it pumped him up. He started jumping up. He didn't see what happened. He just saw the end result of me just knocking this guy out cold. And he's just jumping up and down and screaming. And he was like, get Brisson in the game now. And which, of course, they subbed me in the game. And I, I started playing defense after that kickoff was my first snap. And then I played defense, almost had a sack. And then after the game, after the game, I'm walking, you know, with my cleats outside. And my dad's like, first thing he says to me, he's like, I saw what happened, Bryson. You didn't mean to do that. It's <laughs> like, come on. Can I, not Come on, least, can I not at least lie? Can I just tell everyone that something really cool happened to me and I didn't get completely owned and just like a big eight buffoon just owned accidentally? Like I got self-owned and then I owned like coincidentally because I was just a fat slob and I just ran some <laughs> small kid from some shit town in West Virginia over. I mean, it happened. So it happened. That's that's my story. I'll be in some. There's some. Listen, there's some poor soul somewhere got ran over by me just by complete accident. Listen, Bryson. I don't know if you've ever seen it, but Terrell Davis got his shot really at running back because of a special teams play like that he had in preseason. So you know what? You are basically Hall of Fame running back Terrell Davis. You're pretty much. You are pretty much him, but slightly better. Yeah, sure. Also. Uh, I also in one of my first, one of my first JV games ever, first football, one of my first football games ever, I tripped over a kid on my same team going for a tackle. He was on the ground. By the way, he had a single bar helmet. If you guys know what that looks like, that's no way. Hilarious. He was yeah, he was a total goofball. Had a single bar helmet, but it turns out he uh he just killed someone recently. So shout out to that guy. <laughs> but you know what? Speaking of, of killing somebody, you actually just admitted to killing somebody um, right here on this podcast. So you and that guy actually have a lot of like you both committed murder and you were both on a football field together, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I guess so. You know, the FBI is going to be at my house later. It's That's not going to be good. But, you know, LB's told a really cool story. So I just figured I just have to shit on myself. A bit <laughs> it wasn't, it, it, so it, it wasn't that virus. cool. It's something I should probably actually talk about more. It actually was a pretty cool moment. He was even wearing, I swear to you, he was wearing his um, his his Patriots uniform and everything, dude. Like, no joke, 100% was wearing his Patriots helmet. It was the old Reds from the 80s. He was wearing the um, the helmet, the the pants, the white pants with the red jersey. And, I mean, it happened. So he was, it was actually pretty cool. You can actually Google him, Jim Bowman. He lived in Norton, Mass. for a while. That's, you know, that's where I played my high school football. So, I mean, I don't know if he still lives there, but his daughters went to school with me. It was actually pretty interesting. It was pretty cool, not going to lie. Obi, that's awesome. I'm glad, I'm glad someone on this podcast, you know, with the podcast, with the media, whatever, you got to have, you got to have the player and then you got to have the dork. And I'll just, I'll, I'll accept being the dork. I'll accept being the dork and Obi is the player and that's, that's fine. You know, has, <laughs> yeah, I don't LB think so. Has, LB has cool stories, and I just like I'm just gonna tell you about how my dog's a dipshit and just walks around tippy toes on the wood floors, and everyone hears it. That's all. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> LB's like, look, I played against Patriots players. I'm like, yeah, well, you know what I did today? My dog tippy toed around and pissed everyone off in my podcast that no one listens to. <laughs> <laughs> I love this. I love this podcast, man. <laughs> 
This is great. This is why people tune in, man. More people need to hear this. This is just, you can't get this anywhere else. I'm literally being attacked by kittens right now. Just because I'm walking through my living room and they're just like attacking my feet. They're at that age where they're just psychotic. You know what? Sometimes I care about how long these podcasts are, but then I realize when I listen to a podcast that I like, I, I don't really care how long it is. So I don't care at all. I think I think one of the things LB and I wanted to bring up actually was Chiefs fans. And if you're on for Patriots, you know it's funny because LB and I get that we get the brunt, we get the brunt of the we shield, we shield you all, we protect you all from getting mentions from people on Twitter especially Chiefs fans. They just tweet us all day long and not you, so they, they tweet us. But Chiefs fans not taking this dub so well. They're t- actually taking this dub really hard. I saw one Chiefs fan call it a Super Bowl, which is um, which is absolutely awesome. I, I, I literally can't remember the last regular season Patriots game where I was like, you know what? That. That. That's a really <laughs> that good was win. better. That, that was that was better. That felt great. You know what? What a sad existence, Chiefs fan. What a sad existence. You took the W, and now, like, your first thought is to be like, where's OB NFL and Brayson NFL? I must own them. They get 5,000 notifications per day, and they will never see my tweet. I must tweet them 30 times per second, and I own them because they – no, 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 no. No clown. We don't see your tweet, and I don't care that you tweet me 500 times because – I don't see it. And then when, when I do see your dumb tweet, I'm going to see all of our Patriots with all, all of our Patriots army, which is absolutely awesome. And they own because they're really smart. They listen to this podcast and they own, they're going to own you with a comeback. Like you're going to try to own us and they own you and you just get cell phone. You get ratio, you get self, you get ratioed cell phone, all this stuff because you decided to tweet me all day long. And by the way, there's actually a fan. I'm not even going to mention his name, but there's a fan, a Kansas city fan. Who's been tweeting LB and I? Probably, I would say, I'm gonna lowball it five times per hour since the oh, Chiefs won Sunday. Rigored. And, uh, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I called the police. <laughs> I want to. That kid's a freak. Is, you you got it. I mean, have you ever have the Patriots ever won a game where where you just like click on someone's profile like? Look, I gotta own this guy for. I'm just gonna tweet him, and I'm gonna not look like a total psycho. I think it's you know, I think the problem was earlier in the season. I think he thinks that he has the he has the power that we do because I think LB actually you and I tweeted him, and or we stuck we stuck the army on him, and he, I think he he got copy pasted for I want to say eighty to a hundred comments on one of his tweets. <laughs> And he like, and he quote tweets us and thinks that people are gonna do the same. But it's uh, you just don't have your power's no good here, there, buddy. So you, you don't li- do much for me. We literally don't even respond. Like we made a point to just not respond to this guy, and it makes him mad. Cause and he's like, I hear you guys are just pretending that you know, it's it's like, dude, we just don't care. <laughs> I just got this tweet. I just got this tweet. I don't even know who this is. Trick? Trickify? It says, you're tagged in it. It says, don't hate on NFL Twitter. Bryson NFL is amazing. LB NFL is fantastic. FT Beard 11 is elite. At Lamar Heisman, empty. <laughs> At Skins is funny. And DG, oh, whatever, 97TO is stunning. And I'm just loving that they totally left that Mo dude out. 
because Mo Mo is another guy, truthfully, and I actually bookmarked the tweet where he said he literally tweeted that he was crying because uh, the Ravens beat the Patriots. He said, I'm crying, bro. This is the best team Check we've had response. since we won the Super Bowl. Check my response to that tweet. <laughs> it says, TG said him last part isn't true. Is, does he even know? Like, are you guys, like, openly beefing or something? Or do you guys follow him? He has blocked. you blocked? Yeah. How does he have you blocked? He's got me blocked. He's a, but people don't know. I mean, it doesn't even matter at this point, but... He's uh, he's a bronze stan, and apparently he didn't like my bronze slander. Apparently, calling Braun out for being cringe. And by the way, just want to announce something to everyone: Luka Doncic, age twenty. You know what Nick Wright wants to talk about? How LeBron's age thirty-three season and the bronze age thirty. No, 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 no. Luka Doncic's age twenty season is better than LeBron James' age twenty season. This is something that you're just going to have to weep about. And what you're going to do is you're going to revert to the, what everyone does when the, when the Patriots, when they're comparing to Patriots players. They're going to they're gonna start using wins and losses now for LeBron James, even though they never did it. They're going to say, well, LeBron drove this team to the finals. Nope, that's not how it works. You've told me that wins and losses don't matter and that stats are the best. And Luca's stats are better than LeBron's at age 20. So we below. Luca's the GOAT. He's much better than that coward LeBron James. And he's from Spain, so we absolutely stand. And their women are beautiful. You are absolutely correct. LeBron with James can weep. Luca can do the opposite of weep, which would probably be like, you know, I don't know, sleep. Owning. 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 Yes, owning. I was trying Just to rhyme. Owning. I was try- I tried to rhyme and I got owned. Luca owned me. You see that? I've never even met the guy. I barely even watch shooty hoops anymore. I like basketball. I just don't really watch much anymore. And he's like I a, mean, he's like a big white guy with like no deltoid. Like I don't know. I don't know how to explain. It, but he has no neck. Like he's like his his arms look like he's never touched a weight, but somehow he's like completely amazing and he just blows by everyone and just. It's just, it's a really amazing thing. It just reminds me that maybe I can't do anything in life because Luka Doncic is just balling and being better than LeBron James. But then I realize I am me. It's a sad, sad situation. It is sad. You know what? LeBron James, I can't, that guy just, he's just, you know, LeBron James. I just don't even know how people like him. To me, he's insufferable, insufferable, unlikable guy. Luka zoning. I love to see it, LB. LB, thanks for coming on the podcast. Good podcast. Probably gonna if you're if you're listening to this podcast, it's probably early in the morning. Gonna wake up early, post it for you guys. I'm not gonna post it tonight because then no one will see it, and it'll be sad. Only the late crowd will see it. So, gonna post it in the morning. We'll just slap the shit out of the retweet button if you listen all the way to the end. Of course, me and LB will because what? Where else can you find this content, LB? You just really like no one's gonna talk about it. Be most of the Patriots guys are going to be talking about Bengals preview and blah, blah. No, 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 not Obi and I. We're going to talk about stuff that matters, rallying around Tom Brady, rallying around stupid, bogus Spygate 2.0. All, this is all LB's idea, so shout out to LB. And then <laughs> um, LBryson.com owning. Thanks for coming on, LB. LBryson.com owning. I'll see you around.
I will see you soon, good sir. As fun, fun as always. Totally a blast. I feel like this was actually a really good one. Maybe it'll take everybody's mind off things a little bit. Everybody can calm down. Remember, the Patriots are ten and three, looking down on just about everybody. Have won six Super Bowls. Tom Brady's the goat. Everybody else can absolutely weep. Title talk owning. Title talk loving. Everyone loving each other. We love it. Go Patriots. Jordan Moore sucks. Bryson out. <laughs> Thank you.